Moshmouth is back. I am doing the OGs in corn today. This is episode 29, and this is Moshmouth. First off, I have to say, sorry Moshmouth has been gone for a bit, had some personal stuff going on along with a new promotion at my job, kind of left me with a lot less time, but I am happy to be back and uh, also have a few other things in the pipeline for Moshmouth in the future, and I apologize also because my neighbors are assholes and uh, their dog won't shut the fuck up, so if you hear a dog barking, I'm going to do my best to try to edit that out, but if you do, that's because of that. Anyway, today... I am talking the motherfucking 14th studio album named Requiem. It's from the new metal OGs in California's Corn. It is out via Loma Vista Recordings. And it was released Friday, February 4th. And this one was produced by the band, along with uh, Chris Collier. He has worked with the Corn on the last couple of releases. All have been pretty solid. Um, let's go over the lineup here. Uh, Jonathan Davis, of course, the man, the myth, the legend. He's on uh, lead vocals. James Monkey Schaffer on the guitar. Brian Head Welch on guitar. And uh, Feldy, he's their bassist. He is currently on hiatus from the band, but he did record all the parts, all the bass parts on this album. So if you look at their uh, recent promotional material, he is not in it, but I believe that's because he is on hiatus. I'm not sure of the reason, but uh, he did record the bass on this album. And we got Ray Luzier on the drums. And before I go into the new album, I just have to say for me personally, Korn, uh, they're one of my they're one of my favorite bands. They go way, way, way back. I mean, they started in 1993. That was before I was even freaking born. But I uh, I've loved them. I've grown up with them. So they have a they have a place close to my heart. So I'm, I'm pro- I wouldn't be as I'm not going to be as hard on Korn as you know maybe some other people. Um, so that's just a disclaimer. But uh, for me personally, Korn has been on a hot streak with their music really after their uh, course correction back in uh, 2013. They had um, their 2011 album called The Path of Totality, and it was basically a dubstep album, which that really did happen. Um, it was a weird time in music. Uh, they had a bunch of songs with Skrillex. Uh, I think Kill the Noise was on it. Um, but anyway... I, uh, I don't. Th- I think most people was kind of like, mm, uh, you know, that was it was iffy. I mean, maybe you liked it, maybe you know, whatever. But if you haven't heard that album, uh, you can probably keep it that way. But it was something. It was them trying some, and I don't think it really worked. So they kind of course corrected in 2013 after that, a path of totality, and they put out the Paradigm Shift. That was kind of a nice return to form, and that was followed by the Serenity of Suffering in 2016. And I, I love loved Serenity of Suffering a lot. And we got The Nothing in 2019, and that album was simply fantastic. Uh, it was one of my top albums of 2019, and honestly, one of my favorite Korn albums of all time, which is quite the accomplishment considered we're on album number 14 now. So I knew it was going to be hard to follow up 2019 as The Nothing, so I kind of already, I kind of lowered my expectations coming into this album. Um, but, uh, let's just get into it. Um, and, and right away you kind of notice it's kind of weird. There's only nine songs here, which I really don't like. That really bothers me. You know, just, just 
just just do 10. I believe there's 10 on the Japanese version, of course, because they always get bonus tracks, lucky motherfuckers. But we only got nine songs on the official release here, coming in in about 33 minutes. Uh, the opener, let's start it out. It's uh, number one, Forgotten, and this was also the second single released. And right away, first 15 seconds, you're going to know you're listening to a corn song. I mean, it's corn. Downtuned guitars, downtuned bass, slap you right in the face, and then they kind of pull back, and then Jonathan Davis's haunting, almost whispered vocals kind of deliver an awesome first verse before we get one of those classic deep Jonathan Davis growls with a bow down, and it leads into the chorus. Um, that was pretty cool. The standout here was definitely the bridge for me. The song kind of speeds up, and we get Jonathan Davis singing in an almost frantic-sounding voice, saying, don't feel bad for me, don't feel sad for me, and it's kind of very frantic, and it just feels kind of cool. It's a really cool atmosphere. Uh, it breaks up the song pretty nicely, and it kind of gives it a nice, unique twist before going back into one last chorus. Uh, it's a cool song. As an opener and a single, it works well. It's classic corn. Uh, track number two, Let the Dark Do the Rest, and this was a surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. This is easily my favorite track on the record, and probably one of my favorite corn songs of the past 10 years, easily, which is really surprising, because like I said, I kind of lowered my expectations coming into this, and this song is just so damn good. I think it really has to do with that absolutely infectious chorus. It's just amazing. It's not something I would really expect from corn, but... It's just absolutely infectious, gets stuck in my head all the time. It's the song I always keep coming back to. I've listened to the album like probably over 10 times now, and you know, I skip around here and there, but this one I never skip. Um, Jonathan Davis, just stellar, stellar vocal performance, haunting voice, still one of the most recognizable voices in the metal scene today after still their 30 years, basically. He puts it all on display here. The chorus and bridge, just absolutely stunning. Great haunting background vocals layered in really set the scene. Haunting and beautiful, but still has that sound that is just unmistakably corn. All this kind of just works together with the classic chunky riffs. You got some great drumming. You got some good bass work. Of course, bass is always a huge part of corn songs. It's just everything you kind of come to expect from a corn song. Kind of, you know, next elevated to that next level because of Jonathan Davis's just awesome performance here and you also get a nice little super heavy part at the very end of the song so and i'm just gonna say this if you're gonna check out one song on the record this is the one i i love this song it's it's awesome let the dark do the rest track number three start the healing this was the first single and this one was definitely a grower for me took me a few listens to just like really really enjoy it but now now i i enjoy it it's simple straightforward corn basic down to infectious riff kind of gets stuck in your head. We get melodic, creepy cleans, some screams scattered in here and there. Nice little breakdown at the end that I kind of look forward to every time I re-listen to it. And this is one of those songs to where, like, if you like corn in any capacity, you're going to find something that you kind of enjoy in this song. It's a uh, paint-by-numbers corn, which, for better or for worse, it's, it's, it's pretty solid. Track number four, Lost in the Grandeur. This was the third and final single released before the album drop, and uh, I really enjoy the drumming and guitar effects on this one, especially at the very very beginning. Uh, the song structure and timing's a little different than all most of these other songs, which I actually kind of enjoyed. It kind of threw me for a loop in a good way, but it's still very much corn. Jonathan, again, kills it here on the vocals. Bridge took me by surprise with Jonathan like showing off his unclean ability for like a solid 30 seconds, which is cool because... How many people after 30 years are still killing it with that kind of stuff? So pretty awesome to me that he still throw these. Uh, pretty awesome to me that he still throw these throws these in here. 
pretty awesome to me that he still throws these in here after like 30 years. So it's a cool song, Lost in the Grandeur. Track five, Disconnect. This is kind of where the album slows down a little bit. It's a slower paced, a little bit more melodic song. Uh, Feldy's bass work really, really is the highlight here combined with, uh, of course, Jonathan Davis. Combined with a heavier break in this bridge, it's a pretty decent song. Overall, it's definitely kind of not really my favorite. It's one that I've kind of skipped a little bit more than the others. Uh, track six, Hopeless and Beaten. This is another slower paced song, but this one is a, like a good deal heavier with uh, Jonathan throwing a lot more screams in here and kind of in combination with his signature cleans. Once again, a killer bridge as well. Really showing off Davis's clean singing ability. I think the pace of this one threw me off a bit though. I just... I don't know. It's a little slow, but it's kind of heavy. And that's normally I'd be like, okay, that's cool. But I don't know. It's just, mm, it's, I just don't really see myself coming back to this one a lot. Track seven, Penance to Sorrow. I like the atmosphere on this one quite a bit. Starts off slower again. So we kind of get three slower paced songs. Um, but then the pace kind of picks up in the chorus here, which I think has helped, you know, I think it kind of helps the song out. The background whining of the guitar and the verses kind of creates this almost very sad and creepy, creepy classic corn atmosphere, especially when, you know, combined with Jonathan Davis's voice. I mean, he just makes everything sound sad, but in the best way. Uh, it's a pretty cool track. Uh, track eight, My Confession. And the bass in this one really stands out. Mm, the, the bass, uh, I love it. If you know Korn, you know their bass is just always so chunky. And um, after the last three songs, I really enjoyed this one. It's a bit faster, a bit more aggressive with a little bit more vocal variety. I like the verses here as well. Davis with his like almost rap-like vocals along with those crispy bass lines. It makes for a great, if not pretty typical Korn song. So... Track nine, Worst is on its way, and this is we're already at the final track. This album feels very front-loaded to me personally. All the best songs are the first four, first four tracks, and then it kind of is a little iffy. Um, but it's it kind of bring it back a little bit with this one, Worst is on its way. Chorus is huge, all the members showing their strengths. Nothing too crazy, but I was surprised that we kind of got a classic Jonathan Davis scat performance. So if you're a Korn fan and you're waiting for that, don't worry. It is here. It is used in the middle of the song and at the very end of the song. It's a cool song, but again, it's just kind of a typical Korn song. Yeah, and then that's it. That's We're already at the end of the, end of the album. And uh, I have to say, it kind of sucks. We really only got nine songs here. I think another song would have really helped this album out. But at the end of the day, this is still just a solid album. Not mind-blowing, but it's solid. And considering that they're 30 years almost into their career now, you know, if you can be 30 years into your career and still putting out solid and good albums, maybe not fantastic, but they put out a fantastic album with 2019's The Nothing. So again, this is kind of what I was expecting. It doesn't touch The Nothing or it doesn't really touch The Serenity of Suffering either. But Let the Dark Do the Rest, track number two, is a hell of a highlight along with the other front half tracks and Jonathan Davis's vocals. It kind of propels the album for me a few points. Um, I'm feeling like a 7 out of 10 here. If you're a Korn fan, you're definitely going to find something here to enjoy. If you aren't big on Korn, there isn't really going to be much here to change your mind. And that's pretty much it. And that's really all I got for you on this one. And uh, I have to say, I apologize for not reviewing the Under Oath album. I know I said it was going to, but again, that kind of fell into uh, a time period where I was pretty busy. Um, but I just want to shout it out here. Uh, if you're an Under Oath fan, go listen to their new record. I really enjoyed the song, Thorn. And uh, yeah, sorry I missed that one. But 
there will be more episodes coming soon. I'm not going to go away for a long time again. I just needed to figure some stuff out. And like I said, I got some stuff in the pipes for Moshmouth, hopefully. So, and hopefully I can let everyone know what that is in the next couple weeks or so. So, uh, thanks again for listening. It's good to be back. This is a short little one. Uh, but this one has been Moshmouth, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>